0: Hello everyone, this is Dana Wild with the Mind Aware Show and welcome. So, let's face it, as entrepreneurs, we're stressed, right? I mean, we're managing stress. Let's put it that way because, you know, we're doing different things than most people that are out there. We're managing usually a home life and sometimes a day job and, you know, all the chaos that goes on with family, not to mention our personal hobbies. And then on top of that, We're trying to build a business. We're trying to learn how to do it. We're trying to think about doing it. We're trying to do the tasks that are entailed in in doing it. I mean, you can be busy and crazy and feeling the stress of maybe you having to meet financial demands and all of the things that go along with that. So, as you know, here at the Mind Aware, we know Stress equals bad. (laughs) We don't want stress. We want to feel good. We want to feel better in any moment. We want to keep those good feelings flowing. We want to keep our spirits high. We want to keep ourselves in a place of hopefulness or above because it helps to grow your business. It's important to feel good. It's better if you're not just managing stress, but if you're actually leading a good life. So I have a super duper special guest for us today. I am here with Linda Lairhub, and she is one of the world experts on mindfulness. I mean, this is, we're talking a serious heavy hitter here, and those of you that are in the mindfulness industry, I'm sure you know who she is because she's the Executive Director of the Institute for Mindfulness-Based Approaches based in Germany, and I'm so excited to talk with her about how you can reduce stress in your life. Hi, Linda. Hello so good to have you here. I'm so glad you could make time and be here. You know, I'm excited to dig into this topic because stress is rampant, right? I mean, really, we're not just talking about for entrepreneurs, but I I have a belief that the general population is probably dealing with a lot more stress than they're even aware of.
1: That's very true. That's very true. In fact, many people are sometimes on the verge, verge of burnout or in fact already burnt out and don't know it. And so that is a factor. And in this day and age, with the speed and rate of change and also the way our whole lifestyles are changing, it's, it's really quite a challenge to be able to live one's life in a way where one can stay healthy and one can thrive.
0: Well, that, that's it. And I'm glad you brought up health because I think it's really an important part that people don't talk about is that this kind of underlying chronic stress that we deal with It's not just bad for business, it's bad for health, it's bad for our relationships and for our life. I mean, being that you are at the forefront of so much of the research and study about this, are they starting to make the correlation between emotions and stress and all of these other symptoms?
1: Oh, absolutely, absolutely. And um, one of the aspects is that we really, when we are caught up in stressful situations, we lose contact to all parts of ourselves. We lose contacts to our body in the sense of recognizing certain signs that are telling ourselves that we're pushing ourselves too much, that we're going over our boundaries. We tend not to eat as well. We tend not to get the exercise or the sleep that we need. We kind of end up sacrificing a lot of health behaviors that really lead to our being less healthy and, in fact, Developing symptoms of chronic stress, which go on for periods of time, can be things like increased blood pressure, um, various kind of digestive problems, etc., etc. And then, in terms of our emotional life, we also, if we get caught up in stress, we tend to sacrifice those things that help to keep us balanced and with vitality. We tend to decrease our social contacts, social contacts for pleasure with friends. Uh, we tend to do less things with our family or partners or or whatever. Um, we, we kind of end up giving up one thing after another. And it doesn't happen all at once, but it accumulates. And at some point, we realize we're 24-7 involved in an activity which, in fact, is no longer something we do for our livelihood or for our enhancement or our pleasure, but it's actually driving us. And it's sort of like it's almost a train out of control. And yeah. it can be very, very subtle. So, yeah, I hope that answers a bit. Well, it does, it does
0: answer it. You know, I'm, I'm really glad that you're emphasizing it with such underlining and, like, putting such a fine point on it, because I know I had an experience recently, actually, where I had a guest on, and they were talking about the connection between back pain and stress. And I've had a history of back pain. And so I started saying, like, okay, well, what if, the times when I have that pain happen to coincide with the times that I'm actually stressed. So I just started just like, okay, I'm going to suspend my disbelief. And I'm just going to start to notice whenever I have a pain, I'm going to use that as like almost like my touchstone of i feeling stressed now and then use that as an opportunity to feel less stressed, I train my brain and do all those good stuff to do that. And what ended up happening was, I ended up realizing, like, oh, my God, I'm a total stress ball. Like, I had no idea. I, I was living with so much chronic stress during different periods of my life, you know, or different projects that we'd be working on. And so I'm wondering how much of what you deal with, with helping people reduce stress, has to do with just waking up has to do with just being aware and starting to say, okay, am I living with this chronic underlying stress that I'm not even aware of because it's become my new normal? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that's very true.
1: I mean, if you look at, there's been a lot of definitions of mindfulness, but uh we like to use that um, given by Dr. Jon Kabat-Zinn, who's founded Mindfulness-Based Stress Reduction, the program that was developed at the University of Massachusetts Medical Center. And basically he says... He defines stress as the awareness that arises when we pay attention on purpose in the present moment, nice. non-judgmentally and with an element of kindness. So what say, you would were...
0: Would do, do me a favor, Linda? Say that whole thing over again because that was just beautiful.
1: Okay. And as I say, this is Professor uh, kabat definition. Mindfulness is the awareness that arises... When we pay attention on purpose in the present moment, non-judgmentally and with kindness.
0: Powerful. It's really powerful. It's a beautiful way to put it. And it's being present and being engaged right here, right now. I I absolutely love that.
1: But an important aspect of that, and one of the things you described yourself, As you were talking about becoming aware of your back pain and kind of looking at other things in your life and how it related, you were actually, it sounds to me, like practicing mindfulness. In other words, you were turning your attention to body signals, and they were giving you information, and they were, in a sense, also supporting you to perhaps choose another way of being with yourself, which would allow you to be less stressed or feel more vital, as well as take care of yourself. So a lot of body signals we tend to ignore until the point that they become too much. But in mindfulness practice, we have various exercises where we actually train to pay attention on purpose to the body, to the heart, and to the mind.
0: Can you share one of those exercises? Because I think the body is a really good way to start to wake up and get more present. And so do you have one off the top of your head? The program that we
1: train people to teach, among others, is called Mindfulness-Based Stress Reduction. And it's an eight-week program where people come once a week and they learn various mindfulness exercises, like the one I'm going to describe. Plus, there are different themes each week which help to make people more aware about how stress can manifest in different parts of their lives. And so the first exercise that we practice is called the body scan, where you learn to move your awareness, beginning in the feet, to move your awareness through the body, moving from part to part, and learning to just be present rather than searching for something, but just be aware as you move through the body. And this is done with a guided, you're guided with audio, so you really have support to do this. Also part of MBSR is gentle yoga exercises. Not for becoming, you know, a yoga pretzel or whatever, but to really use it as a mindfulness exercise again to come in touch with the body so that we can be much more intimate and in tune rather than so out of sync. And we can learn a lot about ourselves and about how we treat ourselves as we observe how we relate to ourselves.
0: Nice. I love it. I love it. Really good advice all around. And actually, I want to make sure that people know where to find you. A couple of different things. First of all, you might want to check out her new book called Mindfulness-Based Stress Reduction. And she's a co-author on that book, and you can get it over at New World Library. And for those of you interested in mindfulness, this is just like a must-have, because I'm not kidding when I say Linda is like one of the premier world experts on this topic, so it's an absolute must-have. But you want to hear something exciting, because I know we have a lot of people who follow the Mind Aware who are in this kind of uh, profession, either as a coach or maybe you're a Reiki practitioner or you're a yoga instructor, as was just mentioned. I mean, we have a lot of people who are dealing with mindfulness in different ways. And I couldn't believe it when I heard Linda has an, a podcast. It's actually for the Mindfulness-Based Teacher Project podcast. And we're going to include this on the website when we post Linda's interview. But I'm just going to say it again for those of you that are interested. The Mindfulness-Based Teacher Project podcast so those of you that are in the teaching professions definitely check that out but mindfulness is for everybody and I feel kind of excited that we're living in a world now where it's becoming more and more accepted you know there was a time when this was woo woo and now I think people are starting to realize no, this is just good health you know like this is about about taking care of yourself emotionally and mentally and physically of all of that do you have another shortcut Linda for anybody who is wanting to start this like they're saying you know I don't know how to stop my thinking how do i stop my thinking to become present in a moment just to slow down do you have any shortcut for that
1: well i'm not a i'm not a person for shortcuts <laughs> <laughs> in that sense because what what you're trying to do is to work with something that is a lo- a lifelong habit which is kind of addiction to our thoughts and so, but what we train in mindfulness is to become aware of our thoughts, not the content, but to simply be aware of the thoughts as they are happening, which helps us to have a much more spacious, I don't mean spacey, but a much more spacey kind of mental life where we're not always caught up. Because stress and stressful thoughts have a habit of becoming like you know a churning engine they start and then they go faster and they're faster and they're faster and we get so caught up with them so learning how to stop and to take a step back and to have a much wider view of our thoughts of our emotions as well and again i'm not talking about disengaging but i'm talking about not being so caught up that one no longer has space to breathe or feel or even to think this is necess- it, it is very supportive to practice mindfulness exercises and there are different opportunities there are books there are courses um there mindfulness based stress reduction is all over the country now there are qualified teachers in hospitals and clinics and practices in uh, areas of adult education and i would if you people are seriously interested It's worth the time to take time for yourself and see how you can find support, whether it be through a coach or through a course or through an online course or there are even some very good audios that one can purchase which can help one. And being a bit informed because mindfulness is very popular, but at the same time it's sometimes presented in a way that doesn't really support its authenticity. It is a beautiful practice, but it is a practice. And I encourage your listeners, if they're seriously interested, to find a way where they can be supported to begin to train. You are a mind awareness training program. Um, and this is something that can really support them also in the work that you're doing and at the work they're doing. I know for myself, I, I started a company 15 years ago, um, at the age of 52 and self-employed and I I would truly believe that my mindfulness practice was a tremendous help to me in terms of facing the stresses that go with running a uh, a self-employed business so yeah,
0: that's the truth that I couldn't agree more you know I absolutely couldn't agree more it is it helps you manage and you know you alluded to a few things that I want to I want to just touch on again and then we'll we'll take a quick break to check in with our facebook audience but the the first thing that you alluded to is that it's a practice. You know you get better at it. you get better at it if you just practice. And the second piece that I think is really useful for entrepreneurs is when you do practice, now it's almost like your thoughts start to slow down in the sense that you start to be able when you're noticing them it's not so much like a squirrel running by. <laughs> It's more like, you know, you've got that pace just to to kind of relax and chill out a bit. And so I'm actually going to talk with you about that when we come back from the break, talk more about doing a daily habit. You know, how do you get into a daily habit and what you recommend. We'll take a quick break and check in with our Facebook audience. For those of you that don't know, we are live on Facebook every Tuesday and Thursday. That is where... We record the show so that our Facebook audience has a chance to check in. So check in with us, Tuesdays and Thursdays at 9 a.m. Pacific Time. Today, I have an awesome guest. We are listening to Linda Lairhaupt. She is the Executive Director of the Institute for Mindfulness-Based Approaches. This is one of the top people in the world on mindfulness, and she's got a new book out that you should check right now with New World Library. I will be right back in one second. And I'm going to ask her, how do you start doing this every day? What are the best practices? We'll be right back. What's going on with you? You seem so up all the time, and your business is on fire. What are you doing?
1: I started Train Your Brain You. It's the only program for entrepreneurs that addresses mindset and business growth strategies. The idea behind the program is that when you feel good, you act great, and it's awesome. You can check it out at trainyourbrainyou.com. And that's you the letter U, dot com.
0: Is it expensive? Seriously, it's like you're a whole different person.
1: It's only a dollar a day, and you get all the latest tools to help you stay positive and grow your business. You would love it.
0: Where do I go again?
1: trainyourbrainyou.com. That's you, trainyourbrainyou, the letter U, dot com. Check it out today.
0: Hi, this is Dana Wild with the Mind Aware, and welcome back to the show. We're having a really interesting conversation with one of the top experts in mindfulness in the world. Her name is Linda Lerhaupt, and she is the Executive Director of the Institute for Mindfulness-Based Approaches. You know, she's got a new book out with New World Library, and you should check it out. She's the co-author on it. It is the Mindfulness-Based Stress Reduction Book And I'm going to include some links with this interview when it airs and also on the Facebook page so that people can check out all this training because she's got so many different opportunities. One of the things that I think is really cool that she started is the Mindfulness Based Teacher Project podcast. That's on iTunes. And so if you are a teacher and you want to learn from and hear from someone who's one of the top experts in the world, this is a really nice opportunity is to check out that podcast, the Mindfulness Based Teacher Project podcast. Part of the reason why we wanted to talk with her today is I know without a shadow of a doubt that when I am able to feel good and feel free and feel present and feel engaged, my business grows faster. That's just the truth. I feel like working. I feel like engaging with people. I have better luck. I like people better. (laughs) They like me better. All of those things work out when I'm more present and focused and When I'm not dealing with all that monkey mind and that noise and chronic stress in the background of my day, you know, a lot of us are juggling a lot of balls. And so, Linda, tell me something. Do you think it's a good idea for entrepreneurs or anybody, for that matter, to be doing some kind of daily practice where they just get quiet?
1: Oh, I absolutely 100% (laughs) recommend that people find a mindfulness practice or exercise which they can do every day. If you ask me what, how much I recommend, I do recommend a minimum of 20 minutes. But when we're just starting, it can also be five minutes or, or ten minutes. What's really important is doing it every day or at least five days a week because actually making the commitment. To take care of oneself by practicing is the really first big step in beginning to turn the mind toward mindfulness and also toward supporting oneself. Some people, what they like to do is to simply once a day sit down in a chair, or perhaps they also can meditate on a cushion or whatever is comfortable for them, and just begin to tune into their body, to feel their weight of their body on, on the chair or on the cushion, to feel their hands to have a sense of their body as the container for their life. And just noticing that really helps to ground because what we really want to do is to ground and center in the present moment. Another exercise that people do is to practice what's called mindfulness of breathing, which is just to turn the attention to the breath, not to control it, not to change it, but just to be with the breath, the rising and falling, as we breathe and that also helps because it's a physical exercise to ground us in our body some people choose to practice what we call informal meditation which is for example to eat a meal mindfully to to look at the food to really taste it perhaps even to to smell it to use the five senses to again help us really connect to what is right now some people like to practice mindful walking which is just perhaps some, I know people who consciously go up the stairs at their office, but it could simply be on the way to the bus stop or the train station to be aware how we place our feet, the speed, the touch of the pavement or or the grass as we're walking on it. All these things that just help us to reconnect to being here and now are tremendously beneficial. And if people wish to continue, there are other Programs where they can begin to perhaps practice a bit longer every day because it becomes an oasis. It's not something we have to do anymore. There is a period in the beginning where you do have to kind of consciously bring yourself to practice. But almost everyone I know who develops a practice say, this is really an oasis for my life. And it's also a source of refuge and it's a well of health and inspiration but we do have to get there
0: (laughs) yeah very nice and you know what I love about what you said is you make it so easy to start you suggest 20 minutes but if you can do five do five if you can do one minute and eat mindfully for one minute or walk to the bus stop or feel your breathing become focused in the moment I mean it's nice that you give people the opportunity to be beginners And to to practice. So it's wonderful advice all around. Linda, any parting advice before we say goodbye?
1: This life is very precious. And each one of us is as well. And I hope that your listeners can find a way of, and mindfulness is one way, to really honor their lives and honor their bodies and hearts and minds and continue to live in a way that enhances their health as well as nurtures their vitality.
0: Wonderful. Well said. Beautiful. I love it. Thank you. Wasn't this nice? Don't you feel good, everybody? Wasn't it so fun to have Linda on? And isn't it a good reminder? I mean, here we are right now, right in this moment. We can be present with each other in this moment right now. And the way that she says it, it makes it seem so doable, doesn't it? You know, it's not that hard to just take a minute and wake up in one moment and notice how you eat or Enjoy drinking a glass of water or taking a little walk and just being present and relaxed and focusing on your breathing. I mean, it's nice if you can, as Linda suggested, develop more and maybe train with somebody, maybe check into some of Linda's works, her books or her programs or her podcast. But in the meantime, that doesn't mean you can't start today because when you do get present, when you do get aware, When you relax and you allow yourself to just release that stress and be easy about it and focus in this present moment, everything's fine in this present moment, isn't it? So if you want to feel good, because we know that's the way to grow your business quickly and easily, you can start right now. You can start today, right here, right now in this moment. Pull back, relax, take a deep breath and remind yourself everything is just fine. And we'll see you next time on The Mind Aware. Uh, I don't know if this is the right analogy, but it's like, kind of like being drunk and like you got to get
1: into your house, you know? Like, okay, just walk <laughs> up the walkway, you know, one foot in front of the other.
0: Holy free holies, right? Oh, they'll get my smile later.
1: Later, they'll think that that crazy lady was smiling. <laughs>
0: <laughs> You're doing oh, yeah. the dishes and he's playing the banjo.
1: We're talking fresh from your juicer.
0: Each day is a new life we can create. And not looking at your smartphone or thinking about your next meeting, but just listening to people. If you're aware that we own a monkey... Because we're all about joy here at the Mind Aware, right?